me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it. Because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome in to DC On Screen. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason. Hello. And today we are going to get super spoilery on Arrow 418-1159. Yeah, By the way, go, the, go watch it if you haven't. Yeah. Kind of finally it, worth it. It's really worth it. It is. Um. By the way, this is uh, episode 150 of really? DC On Screen. Oh, look at yeah. that. Yeah. It happened so fast. It happened so fast. <laughs> it's almost like all those man hours never happened. <laughs> <laughs> but this is uh, this is the episode we've been waiting for all season. We see who bites the dust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel? How'd you feel? Were you happy with who bit the dust, Jason? Were you? I I'll tell you, man. This was good TV for a number of reasons. Like I, I I'm um, you know I was a little bit toe up at the end of it. It's um. This is yeah. God. This when the show's actually hitting on all cylinders. This is what it can actually do for you, and you know it takes yeah. four years to build a character to this point. But they, uh, it, we've talked about how in the last few weeks we've been kind of high on like Cassidy's stock has been going up hugely for us because they've finally yeah. given her stuff to do and she's been doing it well and we've been really happy. It was like you remember in season one when she was a lawyer primarily and that was actually it kind of worked for her. She was she was interesting, had a lot yeah. to do, and they were getting back to lawyer Laurel and man, it was it was really working and. It was working so well, we should have known they'd kill her. Yeah, it was working well enough. It... They made me really like her again before they took her from me, which was well done. Well done, show. <laughs> and I watched Stephen Amell's face crumple, and I died a little inside. Mm-hmm. Um... So this episode has some really good stuff. Um, <laughs> Ollie's saying, "There's something I haven't told you guys." And Thea going, "Shocker!" Right, I love um, that. <laughs> and isn't, it, isn't it like Laurel that says afterwards, "You really like not saying stuff about that island, don't you?" <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it was almost like he had a couple of good know. lines too. By the way, like, uh, when she she says, uh, "I'm going to go work the streets," and he tells her, "Oh, no one's actually going to give up dark." Then I'm going to go hit people in the streets. Mm-hmm. I dug it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to be sure a where dick. you were going with that thought. <laughs> uh, where I was going with, with that is, I don't want to be a dick, but as good as Laurel actually was in this episode, it almost seemed uncharacteristic. Like, they kind of, like, went out of their way, it felt like, to give her a few good lines to make her seem a little more personable than they have in the past. And yeah, I guess see, like, looking I, back, they've done that for the last couple episodes. Well, they have, uh, but it it and in in one way I agree, in one way I disagree. Um, it doesn't it. 
Saying that they finally that they gave her some good lines makes it sound like they actually had some like in a stock room the entire time, and she just wasn't getting her order filled. It, I feel I, like this would have been the entire series, though. Yeah, but I don't. I, I don't feel like they were doing anything they were incapable of doing. Like they they were holding back or something. Uh, it it seems like they just forget to do a good job with her sometimes. I mean, it's an ensemble <laughs> thing. Like it really. There's a lot of characters in the show, and, yeah, and they focus on the other ones. And Laurel's been. Let's face it. She's been. She's been put in the back of the back of the bus for a minute here, man. Um, mm-hmm. like, and they put her to the front, but the, importantly, like they pulled her story up to the A story mm-hmm. and they did a good job with it when they got her there. So I'm like, I, I in one way I, I agree. And I kind of resent the fact that we didn't have more time with good Laurel, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, man, I mean, if they were going to do this, they did it right. Yeah. I mean, just watching her though, in this episode, I was thinking like how much, and I probably have said this before because I'm, you know, I'm me and I don't remember things that I thought before, but sure. Um, <laughs> you remember that whole storyline where she was like training with with ted grant or whatever his name was like wildcat yeah. and yeah then it was like oh maybe love interest and blah yeah. blah, blah like and well, that's it... just weird anyway but how about like we ho- have a whole storyline where she realizes that that's her real dad because <laughs> that's what it was in the comics wildcat was her dad he was an old dude right who trained her to be black canary right and uh, and then you know, by the way, now Quentin and Laurel have something to do. I forget what happened. Didn't, that, to... didn't the guy playing Wildcat like have something come up and couldn't be on the show anymore? I actually don't know. I think I heard that. I don't know. I can't verify it at all. But I, I, I it, and it it seemed. I, I think I remember it that way at least because it kind of seems right. Like they he just vanished. Mm-hmm. But we could have like you know Creed, but on Arrow. I mean, come on. <laughs> They had opportunities. They just didn't no, take them. I'm good. I didn't watch Creed. I'm not going to watch. I don't Creed watch was Creed amazing. On Arrow. I don't care. I didn't care about the, those movies anymore. But it was it was one of those man. Like I hope everyone enjoyed it, but I just I got no interest in it myself. That's fine. And it was really good. And I heard and it was I, really good. And I, I'm, I'm, I weep for you. I'm very proud for everyone that loved it. I just didn't. I, I had I had <laughs> lost interest. Lost interest in the in those movies by that point, man. You're very proud of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway my heart sold. Um, yeah so i was uh, i was spoiled before this episode came out so you know at no point was i going like oh laurel's gonna be the da but i'm gonna have to give up the black canary but anyway you know if well, i hadn't I, been spoiled as soon as she started talking about like one last time i'd be yeah. like oh she's gonna be the one that's okay i i'll tell you from someone who wasn't spoiled that yeah by the time she says one last time you know damn well what's gonna happen to her mm-hmm and for a second, like it, as you're going through the episode, you when she's talking to Quentin in that uh, in the tempura bar or whatever that was, um, you you really for a second it could be both of them because it's one of those conversations where it it's just that kind of heart to heart where it mm-hmm. could just be him saying something to his daughter one last time and you know however the writers are going to do you and mm-hmm. man by the end of the episode where she gets to the one last uh, by the when we get to one last time you're kind of yeah you're you're pretty mm-hmm. sure the dial's pointing in her direction yeah. Thought it might be Thea there for a damn second though. Good, that was a. They shot it in such a way, but mm, eh. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> just to get it out of the way, I guess, which mm-hmm. I guess should be like somewhat of a of a clue as to how I felt about about it. Uh, you want to just talk about the island? <laughs> just go ahead and get the island out of the way. Um, did I even write anything? I don't even think I had notes on the island this week. I think I finally just gave up on it so much. So I'm not even writing anything down anymore. <laughs> I man, yeah. that it's it's a fucking shit show. It, there's nothing nothing salvageable happening on that island. Well, the, there there was one thing salvageable that happened this week on the island, mm-hmm. 
he shows uh he shows a Russian chick. Like I actually wrote down her line uh, just a month ago. I I was a dive instructor. Ugh. Right. But um. Before that, I was, was a barista. A... <laughs> Come well on, played. Flash viewers, you know what I'm talking about. Some legends, peoples. So, uh, she's like, this island changed you, which is something we've been hearing since day one. Right. Um, he shows her an old picture of Laurel. in the first ten minutes of the pilot. I know. It's been well established. (laughs) He shows her an old picture of Laurel. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he says that he would go to Russia if the woman doesn't make it. That was the one thing I thought that finally made sense. Oh, that's how he gets the Russian tats. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, why is he still... Why does he look like he's been on that island for like five years in the pile? Oh, whatever. Um, I I don't know. I don't know how he gets back on. It. He's got to get back on the island, and I guess he has to go to Russia now. We well, you know, he has to go to Russia. He's got to get the tats. We know he has the tats. So I they said know. he wasn't going to go to Russia. But he has to get there somewhere. And like the first episode, he has that Russian tattoo, doesn't he? I know. You watched it recently, didn't he? Didn't he have it? Yeah. He's got full ink. Yeah. He probably uh, loved it when they had him. Uh, at the beginning of the season, they they wrote the tattoos off him. Man, he probably enjoyed not sitting in that makeup chair for a few hours every day. Mm-hmm. But I will. Uh, I think it was just the one. I think it was just the one tattoo. He had a. Didn't he have a few? It was like well, I think it was like one few. on the front, a couple on the back. He still got to sit in the makeup chair just to get all those scars on his back. But, but I'll tell you, like the island. Yeah, it was. It's it's a it's a train wreck. I hate it. But um, mm-hmm. even aside from just the the overall just the gestalt of me hating it or being bored about it, at least um, I don't think it inspires such a thing as hate. Doesn't have enough going on. But <laughs> they're in the middle of like a murder spree essentially, and they just keep talking about their feel. That's a lot of feelings time for mm-hmm. for. I mean, you're double fisting. Like mini Uzis, man. Like, just get through it. Get through it. Yeah. No, no pep talks. There's just not a whole lot on the island that's keeping me interested. No, I, and I think that's look at the timing of it, man. The island used to take up so much more time, so much more screen time. I think that's they just. I it didn't seem like they had a great thing going on in the flashbacks this year. And to me, it seems pointed out by the amount of screen time it's getting. Yeah, I I feel like the it's the same thing for the writers. I feel like they're like, I don't know what to do with this. Uh, okay, well, something has to happen. Let's have them find an idol or something. I don't and maybe they're we, setting up... Really, it was like, know, who the, should we make the bad guy? Somebody just throws a dart at a giant wall of DC mural. Who'd that land on? Baron Blitzkrieg. Who's that? Ooh, we can't use that. Hmm. Yeah, maybe What's they're setting up... <laughs> maybe they're setting up something... For like next season, because at this point they have what five episodes? Uh, it's got to be nearing that, yeah. What'd you say it was? Episode one, eighteen, eighteen, yeah. four, eighteen, four, eighteen. Um, I think Arrow's a twenty-three episode season. Yeah, that's what I believe it is. Uh, that's what I'm basing my assumption on. So I don't know. <clears throat> we'll get there. Know. The journey of that that weird um, uh, totem thing. Uh, uh, do we know what to call it? Does it have a name? Um, my idol. The idol, whatever yeah. that is. It's, it's the like, idol. The I, idol. I, I, that's yeah. what I'm going to call it because that's what Damien keeps talking <clears> There you go. Um, so the idol, though, big question for me. Early on, they've got it in that little case and everything. Did they, like, take the time to glue the motherfucker back together? Why? <laughs> Keep the parts scattered across the freaking universe, man. No. <laughs> so they could easily go, there's a piece missing. Yeah. Ah, yeah. we had a clever plan. While we were jigsawing this thing back together, we kept a piece <laughs> in my apartment. I keep it under the couch. 
There's oh. been a Cheeto under there for four and a half years. Mm. So they should totally stop showing the League of Assassins entering. Yeah, I, uh, they never look as cool entering a room as Merlin does. Merlin, well, Merlin it, doesn't even look that cool. No, it, it, Barrowman generally pulls it off for me. Like he, he, I started. I finally in this episode had started to get a little bit annoyed with like, God, Merlin can just get in anywhere. Like they, this is this is getting a little bit ridiculous. And I actually appreciated this is well done on their part because I, I really was at that point where I needed him to say something, and they nailed it. So they they mm-hmm. mentioned several times like, oh, that's why the league called him the magician. Like not only was he an incredible League of Assassins member. He was he was so good at certain things, they started giving him nicknames, among something that's supposed to be an anonymous tribe, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it, it helped. I liked having a reminder of that. I really did. The, the, the Yeah, it was time. Yeah, that was fine. Like, I'm always okay with him being able to get in most of the time. I, you know, I just, like, I know that doesn't make any sense. I, I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I just like, I know it's just lip service, but it's good lip service. I liked it. Yeah, um, but when, like, they keep showing, because they'll always have, like, Merlin, like, blah, 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 Oliver, da-da-da, mm-hmm. and, like, off screen, and then it, like, shows him walking up, and then, like, they always show, like, the League, like, kind of just popping in, like, mm-hmm. just walking up, like, yeah, we're here, too. And I'm like, that is so lame. They yeah. should really just, like, it would be way more creepy if they just, like, shot like close up close up and then all of a sudden they're surrounded like we never see how they get surrounded and neither do they because mm-hmm. that's more ninja <laughs> i don't know it's just my thoughts on it you just so blink and there's a room full of them ah ah <laughs> so when did that happen that, one of the things i noticed though is like thea like kicks one of the league of assassins mm-hmm. and so much du- like there's a cloud of dust comes off of their shirt <laughs> I'm like, where are they getting all this dust from? Right. Like that actually like actively took me out as like they are in like a pristine layer, this like technological bunker. Like, I, who's running around in dirt? Uh sheetrock? I don't know, man. <laughs> sheetrock. <laughs> it makes for a nice little plume. It's 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 a neat visual and all, but it's it makes more sense in an Indiana Jones film than it does in the Arrow layer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'll I'll mention this too. Um, the choreography, man. Every once in a while, it's just so bad. Here's what I mean. It, you tell it, we were talking about this the other day. Like seventy-five percent of the time, it's pretty great, actually. I mean, the, there's their fights. Mm-hmm. Half the time, the Arrow fights, and God, there's what two or three an episode minimum usually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and at least two of those three. Uh, look amazing, and then every now and then there'll just be a shot that's almost—it'll pull you out of it. Almost, it's so weird. Um, <laughs> and this episode, like almost all the choreography was like that. Yeah, nah, I mean, it's like they do this thing. It. It, was, it was it was just like I said for me. It's just a couple of shots every now and then. You go, oh, just pull that one, pull that back, pull that back. Yeah, and they, well, they kind of hit a lot of the uh, obvious non-hits in this episode. Uh, you can just tell they didn't hit the their their opponent at all. Um, and then like the the thing that really bothers me though, like because I can get behind that. I'm an old school Star Trek fan. Whatever, mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> We've seen much know. worse. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like it, it, we're picking on it, but I, I this is above yeah. average choreography most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Like you know, hey, I I remember uh, Shatner's stunt double. I, I, I think it may have been Lou Grant from Mary Tyler Moore. I don't know, but in <laughs> <laughs> in the old Star Trek, it's like, oh my lord. But yeah, like I don't know. And if someone knows anything about fighting, because I clearly don't, um, 
but if if you get hit on your right, if someone's punching you on your right, shouldn't you like fall with momentum to your left? If you get hit on your right, I would think because they're doing this thing. It's like they get hit on their right and then they like do this like spinny fall. They like spin and fall, but they go with like the momentum to the to the right. Like they just got hit on their left. Uh, It's so confusing. I don't know. Maybe there's some weirdness to it, but I would think like an object in motion and so on. It just it reminds me of the it's some like putty shit like from the Power Rangers, but <laughs> anyway, it, it, yeah, it reminds Ooh. me of it sometimes. That little that little thing they do where they like flip six or eight times before they hit the ground, mm-hmm. which by the way mm-hmm. is, is just phenomenal acrobatics. I have no idea how anyone does that. It's insane. I have no idea how anyone does it. No idea why anyone would need to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, like the the fights I've seen, if you watch like an MMA or UFC or something, man, people don't like spin around. They just kind of crumple when they're done. Yeah, but it still it looks it looks good most of the time. I like it. But people must spin. They must spin. Jason. They must have the spinning. They must spin. We don't know why they need it. Right. But it's they're ninjas. It's mysticism. Right. We we don't understand that. No. <laughs> we are not to question ninjas. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, if anybody has a reason for, like, an actual real-world reason for that, let me know. I mean, I'm not trying to really pick it apart. I mean, shit, there's a Flash running around in this universe. I'm right, good. <laughs> right. It, we're fine. We're fine. Um, How did you feel about Quentin suddenly being really on board with, with Laurel being the Black Canary? It didn't seem sudden. It seems like he's been leading up there for uh, at least the back half of the season. It's, it's just, yeah, he's the finally, back half of the season. He's finally gotten still... to the point where he's saying it out loud, I guess, and making a point of it, but... It, it, Honestly, feels like it's only been like two episodes since he was just like, "You son of a bitch, getting my baby wrapped up in this." Oh, that was—I mean, that was early. That was like first half, I think. Yeah, back when it we were sooner. getting onto him for not being able to decide if he had a heart condition. <laughs> but that's that's a good point. Do you think that he's going to go back to that now? I hope not. I mean, why? Like the the heart condition was supposed to be there, so he couldn't get startled. I mean, what more can not, we not do? Not the to heart it? condition. Not the heart condition oh. so much. Oh, as getting back to hating Ollie. Yeah, you drag yeah. my daughter into this? Nah, man. I I I really hope not because if it'll be, it'll erase the progress they've made with him. Like it, he's learned and adjusted, and to to trust a character, a character has it's like with people. People have to have opinions that come from them before you can really get to know mm-hmm. them. It, it you don't want them to just be a reflection of whatever the hell's happening around it at that second. Um, but that's what they've done with Ollie this season. <clears throat> no, I mean I don't, I don't completely. I, I they've erased a lot of his a lot of his development. They yeah, but they've kind of used it as a springboard. They sacrificed his development to do some other stuff with it, mm. which is a little bit better for me. But not it's still it's you know you want your characters to learn and grow. And eh, if Quentin doesn't like, he just told her he was fine. That like, he was really proud of her. Don't just go back on that for no good reason. Stick with it. You know, be proud of your daughter. Be proud of how she died. Even mm-hmm. that poor guy. Ah oh, yeah. man, he did uh, him and Amel just did a phenomenal job in that hallway. Yeah, they really did. Like dude like, can I, act when you really yeah. let him do it. I just saw Quentin's face, and when like he crumples, I just uh, oh gosh, I just started weeping. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, I was the one for all my jokes. I was the one going Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess I will bet he probably goes back to drinking. You think so? Eh, I wouldn't be surprised if that becomes a B plot. Hmm, I I hope not. I hope Donna keeps him off the sauce, man. Uh, maybe. I mean that that either way. Either way would work for him. He's got to react somehow. Side boob and... and side booze. Side boob and side booze. <laughs> side car might be the phrase you want. Oh, 
<laughs> and it's just another drinking term. Uh, yeah, like the, either one would work for you. But he's got to react somehow, and they've got like the, the alcoholism seems like an easy go-to, so it wouldn't surprise me if they went to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's already, you know. Uh, I mean, he's dealt with that, not. but he's never dealt with that, you know, without having Hopefully, any daughters. Like honestly, I hope he doubles down. Joins the hell like out of this go, team. Yeah, either he joins the hell out of the team and becomes a badass, mm-hmm. or he decides he's had enough and he goes off and, and marries Donna and moves on with his life and gets gets the hell out of Star City. <laughs> I like. I think when you clear everything else away, though, Quentin Quentin still is a guy that cares a lot about this city. Yeah, I mean, it, he cared most about his daughters, obviously, and then after that, I well, think see, he, that would, he really does care about Star City. So that I, would work for me if he was like. You know, we finished this thing with Doc, and then I'm getting the hell out of here. Right. You know. That wouldn't bother me, actually. It'll be interesting to see where he lands at the end of the end of the season. It really will. Yeah. I, I'm, surprisingly, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I wrote down here good advice from Laurel, but I don't know what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, probably the little heart-to-heart she has with... Um, with Oliver. With Ollie. I, yeah. I know it was Ollie. I forget it was something about Felicity and letting go of something. I, I don't remember either. I do not. I, I also have written <laughs> I also have written down what the hell is Thea wearing a shirt held together by safety pins. Yeah, that was a very distracting <laughs> shirt, wasn't it? I, it was. I, I kept trying to watch <laughs> the scene and I just kept I kept being so pulled away by it. <laughs> and then she like they go off and she's speedy and then like she's wearing the shirt later and i was like huh so did you just shower and put that shirt back on i just i just assume that's the one she keeps back at the office for uh you know the comfortable shirt everybody's got I mean, like I a guess sweatshirt you know, or something they you know yeah, really love it's just it's such an odd shirt <clears throat> it was it was genuinely an odd fashion choice even for thea okay so diggle's an idiot in this episode i disagree wholeheartedly Completely. Really? Absolutely. Look, he makes bad choices, but he makes them because of... Uh, I mean, makes he, them genuinely? <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he doesn't do anything that... Like, I know he's known Ollie for forever, and those two are as close to brothers as two people can get that weren't actually born from the same place, but, man, right. you just can't you can't discount the, it's his brother. Like, he, there's uh, see, very little... That that, he... With most siblings in a good relationship, you, there's just so little that that person could do that would absolutely like irrefutably change them for the rest of their lives that you would never give them another chance man it's his brother which is why he wants to give him a chance now he keeps giving him way too much leash that's the thing that i kept thinking you know come on man baby steps baby steps baby steps yeah see i don't fault i I don't know it was like he's beating the hell out of his brother they're like having those arguments he's kept his brother imprisoned and then it's like it seems like it just happened really quick that he was just like okay i trust you well, you got to remember though, for the last several weeks, like they've like he's been living at his house with in his apartment with his child, with his wife. Like, and he's, I, you know, I could have done with a reminder of that because they really haven't touched on it since it happened. No, I it and it wouldn't have hurt to to have that touchstone just to say like, no, seriously, he spends like they've spent a lot of time together. They've really dealt with some things. These are yeah, I, which that actually that actually does make me wonder because I was talking to Bethany about it. She was like, didn't. Doesn't Andy have a wife? Yeah. Did they ever decide to tell her? Does Andy have a child? Um, I can't remember if he has a child. He did have a wife, and no, apparently the writers decided not to tell her. Also, I yeah, don't think John's ever. He, I don't think John's probably. ever told her. Hey, by the way, when I thought you were dead, I hit on your wife for a little while. You know, that's cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> <But> yeah. <clears throat> anyway, like, here's my uh, wife. So, is there? 
we just couldn't figure out if there was like a reason if he was like i mean i guess if he was secretly working for dark that's probably why he didn't go back and talk to his wife yeah but yeah. uh you know john would probably be like hey man have you uh have you talked to your wife yet no uh, okay okay yeah i think so, that one's uh, just still a, um... on the couch yeah okay. <clears throat> i'll put it this way there uh, there's other stuff to deal with i just think they've they somebody probably thought of that and i'll bet you they just decided it wasn't worth going back for it probably I, they really decided, like, no, you know, the Andy and his wife scene, eh, we got more important things to do. And the thing Probably, is, yeah. if I say it out loud like that, I kind of agree, right? Yeah, I, you know, it's just one of those, you know, strange little things <laughs> that kind of haunt you in the night. Right. right. But, um, oh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, to me, like, I don't know. Diggle was just too violent with Oliver. It was, you know, I, I don't know. You should have given him the benefit of the doubt. Because even I was like, yeah, that was too easy. That was too easy, Dig. Why are you... Calm down, Dig. <laughs> Oliver's right. That was way too easy. He didn't agree. He didn't disagree that it was way too easy. He just disagreed he, like, that it he was... He takes an arrow for Oliver. I'm like, oh, wrong. what the hell are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from our standpoint, it makes perfect sense. We're going, oh, no, that's way too simple. Mm, no, mm-hmm. But, yeah, from, from John's, he's just rose-colored glasses, man. He wants his brother to be... wants his brother back. That's it. Again, yeah, I, like, just want, I, I wish just, I guess I just want Diggle to be a little more, uh, a little smarter than he is sometimes. He, but I sometimes I don't because what, like sometimes Diggle will make what seems like a rash decision, but he does it because he's got like he's the pure heart on the show, mm-hmm. and I don't think I would sacrifice that. I like him being the the pure heart that will literally make a stupid decision because it's the right thing to do. I like that part. I don't think I'd change it. Yeah. I can see that. And he loves he does learn. He feels bad, you know. I mean, it's it's right. Hey, what does he say like one of the one of the things he said that broke me was uh just you you warned me and I didn't listen like the, yeah, he, he's that got was good. Yeah, he's got one of those faces though that like when he feels guilty, you feel guilty like you feel terrible for him. Yeah. And then like uh there's a bit where she's like in she's they they wheel her in or whatever and he's like if she dies I'll never forgive myself. Mhm. And I totally believe him. I do. I like. Uh, I believe every day for the rest of his life, he's going to wake up and go to bed thinking about the life he wasted, the life that he ruined. Because he, it, yeah. he just, he's that kind of guy, and he'll fight harder for the rest of the city. It'll work out in a way. Sad scene, man. Now that we've, you know, yeah. every time I think about it, I almost have to stop. It was, man, that was that was good. Mm-hmm. Good TV. I love the good bit. acting. I loved. Uh, I loved Oliver. I think he was talking to Diggle, saying, but I didn't come back from the darkness. Like, all that whole bit was just like, yeah. dude, no, you didn't. You're right. That's, oh, that was good. Yeah. But I was, like, I was mad at Diggle. I was mad at, I was mad at Diggle saying that shit about Felicity leaving. Like, that's why Felicity left you. I'm like, dude, you are an ass. Oh, that was brutal, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, he doesn't mean it, Oliver. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what made it more brutal? She's absolutely fucking right. Yeah, I mean, I, as as bad as I felt for Oliver in this uh, this you know post Alicity world, it man he ruined that. He absolutely ruined it. Mm-hmm. But hey, look, he tried. He really like that's part of why I didn't mind them going back on his character and kind of uh, regret uh, regressing him. I guess a little bit. He mm-hmm. he tried. Is it's hard. He put his effort into it. He put his weight into it. But end of the day, he still wanted to make unilateral decisions about his life, and um, he still can't beat it. Mm-hmm. I liked his I liked his speech like when uh, when uh, Laurel's talking about being a part of the team and he says team's falling apart. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was nice. Which I wrote I wrote down when isn't it? But um, <laughs> <laughs> team's always falling apart. But I liked his like bit stretches where, says, where everyone's on board and then. Eh. Yeah, 
Uh, I liked when he says city. The city needs a hero without a mask. It needs Laurel Lance. That was good. Isn't that nice? That was a good. That was a good line. I, uh, I you know what I also liked. outright agreeing with him and Quentin. Like Quentin's uh, observation that dude, you're gonna have a security detail. You can't be the canary and the DA. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Good job, Quentin. Then you get to Oliver. Same same thing. Absolutely right. You, that you would do more good as the DA. Handy as you have become with a with a baton. Yeah, I mean, you know. Um, I like Damien Dark, and uh, well, every, I always like the Damien Dark, but uh, yeah. how he has Murmur like smuggle in all the uh, <laughs> the shivs, the sheiks, because all the all the stabby stabbies was just brutal as hell, man. Remember, don't shiv. Enjoy the hell out of it. <laughs> Chicken legs, licking shags. Licking shags. Um. <laughs> It was a it was a well done so, prison break. Yeah, but during that during that prison break, where, where everyone's like fighting, like I swear, like they they actually like it was cops or something. They mm-hmm. like blurred out the the guy that was uh, d- fighting for Malcolm, the the Malcolm stunt double or whatever. Mm-hmm. They just blurred his face because they couldn't hide that it wasn't Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch it. It's just a big like blur pixelation thing. I, they did on purpose. I was just like, "Oh man, are you serious?" <laughs> we have to go back for that one. I didn't catch. I it. had to like. I was like, "Tell me, I was just like getting cataracts or something." <laughs> I, I like turn it back a little bit and just nope. There it was. Like, okay, okay, you're just okay. Right. I'm sure they've done it before, and I've never noticed it. it well, was just that's the, so it, happened. This that's time one of those things, man. Like it, it happens so fast, you you can kind of get away with it most of the time. mm Hmm. But I guess every once in a while, some asshole will call you on it. Hiya! Look here. <laughs> Look no further. <laughs> oh, man. I-, I love when Damien said, I'm a man of my word. Oh, mm-hmm. That was... He is so good. He is. Yeah, he's been absolutely phenomenal this season. And I, take, I want like, you to tell your, give your dad a message. Tell him I'm a man of my word. Like From that moment on for the rest of the episode, I swear like all of my notes are just pretty much like... Uh, Oliver, Teardrops. fucking great just job. Right? <laughs> it's just like name and great job. Name, great job. Name, great, like oh. check, 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 check. Yeah, all of my notes just become like big tear stains. Oh, yeah, you just can't um. read them. All the ink got blurred. <laughs> it, I'm curious if this doctor knows who they are now. Surely. Because right? he, takes, he takes Laurel into the hospital. She sees him in like, close range and then shows up 20 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, he shows up 20 minutes later to hang out around Laurel and... Like, hey, that big grumpy guy looks a lot like he used to wear a mask. Right. Um, <laughs> He's exactly the same build as the guy who brought him in. That's weird. I hope they, I hope they do something with that. And I think they like did something with that in like Smallville, where like you know, a certain amount of people, like Clark's always just bringing people to the hospital, and it's always like the same seven people. Mm-hmm. So like the doctor kind of, I'm pretty sure the doctor, if I remember correctly, the doctor was just like. You're you're not you're you never you're never here you're never in here to get treated. <laughs> <laughs> you're always bringing people in. Yeah, I I do like it when a show has its own Leslie Tompkins. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would I would be okay if this doctor kind of came back and was like, "Hey, so I like what you're doing. I agree with you guys. If you need help, like, yeah, can we get a little night nurse over in the DC universe? Right. Yeah, that'd work. That'd work that. great." I just we it, have a spot open in the team, right? <laughs> <laughs> there are vacancies. Um. <laughs> How do you feel about black? 
we just lost about 200 people right now because I laughed at that joke. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, probably anybody that was still reeling from, uh, yeah, from. I don't know, man. I don't even have to. I don't even have to watch it again. I can remember their faces, and I, I, it, uh-huh. like, it quiets me. It just quiets me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. I. I. Man. I teared up. I choked up when she said, "Is uh, the being a black canary is what makes her feel alive inside." Mm-hmm. Like, like oh laurel why weren't you anywhere near this damn interesting while we were watching you yeah she they did a good job of making me feel for her though she got put on the back burner unfortunately by a lot of the other stuff the show had going on and it, it she kept sure the as hell that's what it seems like at least if that's not what happened but well yeah. they were really way more busy than i ever thought they would be like throwing malcolm merlin around i guess he became like a fan favorite but oh absolutely also, I mean, um, you know, I think I like, I like that dude, but you know, like Behrman really liked the role, so I think he was his. He, and he's a he's a wonderful lobbyist for himself. He really is. <laughs> he should have lobbied a little harder for a little <laughs> more Torchwood. I could have dealt with that before I could have dealt with some Malcolm Merlin. <laughs> uh, he's pro- I could have. Like, he I probably still have seen... is. He probably sends oh, one, know, at least is. one message a day to somebody saying, "So when are we doing Torchwood again? When are we doing Torchwood again? When are we doing Torchwood again?" Oh yeah, like he's like over here going, like, "I don't want to say anything, but Chris Chibnall wrote some Torchwood." And, right, uh, right. Know, he's taking over. Uh, he's taking over Doctor Who, so maybe a little hardness. The producers are just writing him back, going, "It's been ten years. Your character doesn't age. This won't work, John." Sorry. It could. <laughs> it could work because you know spoilers for Doctor Who. He, he does becomes eventually. the face of Bo, right? So you know they could like, you know, it's a time travel show. They could find, they could catch up with Jack Harkness. You know, a hundred, two hundred, three hundred years down the road, like maybe oh, he's like aged ten years in that time. Absolutely. Oh, speaking of that, uh, of the Who alumni, um, you think we'll get Kingston back for a, for a funeral? I sure yeah. hope so. I sure hope so. Yeah, she was in. Uh, she was in some of the set picks for the. Uh, remember that all those like funeral set picks we saw um, a few weeks ago. I saw a couple of them. I didn't really look too close, though. Okay. Well, she no, was in no, there. No, I did. So. I did. I did. I did look. She is in there, though? Yeah, okay. she's in there. Good. Right. So she should be around. Um, I mean, it's her daughter. Surely she'll way, show up. I, you, it just, I, you know who's still going to... You know who's who's back, though, next week? Mm, Echo Kellum? Well, oh. Laurel. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, again, like, I'm not... I'm not upset about that, though. That's fine. Right. I, it, she's been right. with us for four years. She deserves, like, a remembrance episode i'd be annoyed if they just moved on well here's here's the thing that's kind of worrying me and you know i hope you know i don't know but they they're saying because these producers do like to lie you've you've brought this up Mm -hmm. um they're like yes this is a permanent death okay cool but that doesn't mean we can't do flashbacks okay fair enough you can do some flashbacks okay we'll give that to you they're like oh and also over here in the flash she's been announced as showing up as black siren from earth 2 yeah but i i still i firmly believe i have just 110 percent faith that that will be a one-off do you think so absolutely there aren't there aren't earth 2 counterparts in arrow really there really aren't I mean, they don't have like they've. It's it's a possibility, but Arrow hasn't really played with it too much. That's not a sandbox they visit. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that they she'll it'll be on Arrow. Maybe she'll be on the Flash as Black Siren for like. I mean, and that's what she's going to be for that one episode at least. Yeah, but, you that's know, maybe fine. She'll come back, you know. But she's also going to be in Vixen season two because they've got to explain how the hell Vixen knew her. <laughs> so that's fine. I mean, by the time that comes yeah. out, um, yeah, it'll be nice to see her again. I mean, there's a bunch of people on Twitter. And Tumblr hashtagging the hell out of the producers and stuff saying, you know, hashtag no Laurel, no Arrow. I don't think you have to really worry. 
No laurel, no arrow. <laughs> <It looks like laughs> I think we'll have plenty of laurel. <laughs> These are not people that would make good Walking Dead fans. Right? <laughs> no, man. Oh, oh, there's plenty of people bitched about The Walking Dead. I don't know what happened. I, I was only told what happened, and I was annoyed. Apparently there was some bullshit that went down. Yeah, well, I don't it know. sounded like some serious bullshit. I don't know. Everyone's up in arms over it. But yeah, I don't want anybody up to think that I'm, like, you know, I don't know. I, I, it, she did you a good job. You don't she, want it to be cheapened, good... I feel like. Yeah, and, well, yeah. I don't I don't want Laurel's death to be cheapened. I also don't want, um, well, one thing that bothered me is she she tells Oliver, and it got me, it did. It like it was, As soon as I heard it, it seemed undeniably unassailably true, and I <laughs> choked up, and then I went, no, that's bullshit. She says, I know I'm not the love of your life, but you will always be the love of mine. She tells Oliver that. And I was like, oh my God, it's so true. Then I went, wait, no, Tommy. I still bought it. She started, she started drinking her, you know, half a glass of wine and taking her baby Tylenol. No, no, yeah. Because Tommy right. died. And uh, I'm like, that seems like a pretty, like you didn't even become a, an alcoholic drug, you know, pill popping addict when, you know, Oliver, the love of your life was thought dead and had, you know, took your sister yeah, but it's 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 along with them. It's not in a vacuum. It's sequential. I I would I would I could I, I could easily say like, look, yeah, she could handle it once, but twice, no, she's grabbing some wine. Right. I just um, I, I mean I I agree though. Like as soon as I heard her, I went, oh, that does make all the sense in the world. Yeah. Hmm. But the fact that it made all the sense in the world made me feel even worse because it made me feel like in all this time you have not developed Laurel <laughs> enough that I felt like like that line was obvious because of course she hasn't loved anyone or grown past oliver right at all i don't know and maybe that was the truth maybe that is the truth maybe that's why she's the you know she finds out he's a vigilante maybe she has to be a vigilante i don't know but it, it makes for well, a never, character and it made me feel a little bad they don't give you any backstory about why she's you know had these feelings all these years and he he brings it up like why are you telling me now we don't really get into that unfortunately mm-hmm. but well, I'll oh, tell you what. But dude, the look on Amel's face secret. when he sees that picture. Oh, yeah, man. that that killed me. Oh, that killed me. Oh, that dude's so good sometimes. Yeah, she. <laughs> it didn't bother me though. Like I understand what you're saying as yeah. far as um, it it does kind of absolutely, like, but it hangs a lantern almost on the fact that she just really didn't change all that much in all these years. Um, mm-hmm. In a way, I appreciated him bringing it up though. I did. I I I, I don't know why. Um, it just made sense. It made sense for her to, to think that way, to feel that way. And you remember, she doesn't know she's dying. No one, you know, people don't. Right. It's, that's a TV thing where people know they're about to die. And it, right. she's, unless they've got like, uh, I think it was uh, Matthew Ryan, one of Matthew Ryan Cronin that suggested like, well, maybe it's a fake death. Um, God, I hope mm-hmm. not though. I mean, it's a cool theory, but I, I really hope it's not some trickery of any kind. Because um, it would. It would flatten the scene. It would make everything here absolutely irrelevant um and more importantly it would it would kill a perfectly good ending for a good character or for a character that needed ending i suppose you know what that it might be a fake death it really might be like she be. said she had some kind of a secret or something that she wanted she had to tell one, Ollie one favor then, she wanted to ask and um yeah we know we and don't know like what that favor is next thing the very next thing she's coding and she dies right so they'll probably get around and, to that favor next episode you think I think. 
Yeah. Because whatever Oliver's... I think it, the way Oliver works, like, whatever it is she said, assuming she is really dead. I mean, we're about to go to a funeral, so hopefully... I hope it sticks, personally. Um, what if it... Yeah, but what if? It's like, it could very well could be just a whole, like, lie. It could... It, it could wind up being that like Quentin really is the one who goes. It could. I just I still really don't want that. And this fits. It fits all the pieces except for the, you know, jokes we were making about it couldn't have been Laurel Six. because he would he would still be sitting there with an empty bottle of whiskey blubbering over the uh casket, but <laughs> Yeah. Exactly why I don't trust it cuz it all fits. <laughs> <laughs> it fits, it's it makes sense, and I just I really don't want him to go back on it. I want it, I want it, I want it to matter. But whatever she said, if it if it does stick and it's real, whatever she said, Oliver's presumably going to get up to it. I, whatever that favor was, he'll probably get on it pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And I'll bet it's something like simple, like do me a favor, make sure you get Felicity back or something. Or like you know, find your son, be a father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I doubt it's going to be anything like dark related. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> do me a favor. Tell Ruve I'm not taking the job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping it's something simple like do me a favor I left half a Snickers in my purse I'd really love that I'm hungry right <laughs> or she has a cat we didn't know about do me a favor my cats haven't eaten in about 18 hours right do me a favor what can you can you move that cord it's just I'm so it's uncomfortable really itching the bottom it of my moves arm. the cord moves the cord beep no <laughs> What is, what happened? I don't know. It just started happening. Right. Oliver lies again. Right. I moved a tube. I moved a tube. Arrow season five. I killed Laurel. <laughs> she asked me to. How the hell did you kill Laurel? I moved a tube. <laughs> what do I do? You can't tell Felicity. You can't tell Felicity. She'll never. She'll never forgive you, Oliver. Right. She'll never forgive you for moving that tube. Alright, I, I, I did enjoy this episode. This is a good episode. Nah, good TV. Good TV. Good TV. Good TV. Um, I know I gave it a lot of crap, though. <laughs> we always do. <laughs> I know. I feel bad about it. But I just can't not. It's, uh, yeah, I understand the instinct. Well, you know, otherwise, you know, I feel like I'm not being honest. <laughs> right. Like, when something takes me out or something, and I'm like, hey, what the hell is this bullshit? I'm not going to skip over it just because, you know, I want to like the show. I always want to love the show. Anyway. Happy. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I understand, though, TV shows, are, I mean, it's all about, like, you know, the end product. Like, everyone, like, there's so many moving parts, man. I, I couldn't imagine sh- running a show. It's hard enough to, to you know, run a freaking YouTube video. So, my <laughs> <laughs> hat's off to him. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. You can find us also on Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes, Facebook. There's something for, for you most places. Um, if you're looking for us, anyway. Uh, check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Cal- uh, Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe Podcast, MCUcast.com. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Giant Size Team Up. Sorry, what is it? Giant Size Team Up. Yeah. Dot com. Is yeah, that right? Yeah. Why am I forgetting that sound suddenly? I don't know. I'm saying that, I say it like every episode. I, for, this, <laughs> this outro has got you flummoxed, man. I know. <laughs> Flippity jibby. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> we'll be right back with uh, a review of Legends of Tomorrow 110. As soon as I Progeny. take Dave to the doctor. 
<laughs> you know, that's what it is, like, trying to figure out how to pronounce this kid's name, this kid Hitler from Legends of Tomorrow's name. <laughs> Patagonia. Wait, those, those are jackets. Those are jackets. <laughs> Until next time, guys, keep some DC on your screen. <laughs> We're having genuine trouble, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> um, what was that kid's name? <laughs> no idea. I never even wrote it down. I was just going to call him Hitler Baby the whole episode. <clears throat> oh, gosh. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th.